Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything, ladies and gentlemen, with absolutely no sugar and no frosting. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, all our stories are brought to you totally uncooked. So if you need some flavoring in your news, then you need to go to another news channel here because we serve it up raw. Go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, and join me for the next few minutes. My name is Ted Grill, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me for another episode of uh, Chilling with Teddy G. As you know, I always uh, uh, enjoy your company. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be discussing a, uh, a joint uh, resolution that has been uh, signed and uh, started in uh, January 3rd of 2019. And if you're unfamiliar with that, it is a, a joint uh, resolution is something that is uh, proposing an amendment uh, to Congress of the United States uh, relative to limiting the number of terms that a member of Congress may serve. 116th Congress of 2019-2020. This is being sponsored by uh, uh, Ted Cruz. And the latest action that has been done on it was uh, January 3rd, 2019. And if you're kind of unfamiliar with uh, that is, uh, an example of a joint re resolution may be a um, legislative intent to create a temporary exception to a law, you know, that's already on the books. An example might be a resolution adjourning uh, Congress for more than three days or a resolution asking the president to uh, to return a bill that he was presented to, but he hasn't signed on it yet or, or vetoed it. So the, the, this uh, resolution that they have is to limit the abilities that uh, um, uh, 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 of Congress that the representatives or, or the senators may hold a uh, certain amount of terms. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, that term is unlimited. These guys can get in here and stay in here, provided that they're they're reelected. But in uh, May of uh, of uh, 1995, the United States Supreme Court ruled five to one uh, in U.S. Uh, the, uh, the, that uh, states uh, cannot impose time limits upon these federal representatives or these senators, and they. Uh, the the uh, president Barack Obama is was against it as well as uh, Agent Orange forty five right now uh, is against it as well. You know, like presidents, presidents they can serve two terms and then after that they can't uh, they can't run anymore. Well, the, these uh, senators and representatives they have a lifetime of running. They can get in office and stay in office, especially since their their uh, term is like uh, six years. So every six years, they have to go and uh, get reelected. Um, 
and you may ask what the term limits are right now ladies and gentlemen they can serve for edit senators however they can serve a six-year term and uh, elections to the uh, senate are staggered over uh, even years so that only about one-third of the senators is up for re-election during any you know given election however though uh many members of congress can um come from each state each state will see two senators to represent their state in the united states senate so these guys can get in here and and, and, uh, and basically stay in here and that's kind of the problem that uh we the people are having on, on a um uh, 80% of uh, uh, United States citizens are against these guys staying in office so many terms. They pretty much can get in there or, and being, uh, not get out. Uh, members of the House of the Representatives, they serve two years terms and are considered, uh, you know, for re-election every even year senators however they got a uh, six-year terms as i was telling you before and elections for these uh senators are staggered you know so there's only like one third of them but they can still serve six years and then they can run for re-election they have no limit or no limitations on how often these guys can uh stay in office and we as bosses, and that's right, I call us bosses because that's who we are. We elect them in there. Us being bosses run over a wide range. Anybody whose uh, job we pay for or anybody who is an elected official, uh, you know, technically works for us. So, and Come on, guys. Every once in a while, you know, we need a, a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh pair of ears in there. We need some new ideals. And and, uh, and we're not getting that because basically, to tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen, we got these old white men. They, they're they in these offices. They're set in their ways. And, and they just sit back with a country club style uh, attitude towards the things that's uh, going on. And uh, it's hurting the American people. It's hurting the United States. Here is an interview that I, uh, I uh, found that I'd like to play for you to give you more of a proper perspective of what I'm talking about and what's going on. And right before I play that interview, I'd like to tell you that when I uh, was telling you about the uh, Supreme Court ruling, that was a four to five, not a four to one. It was a 45 ruling that uh, the states cannot impose uh, time limits upon their federal representatives or their senators. Also, something else, you know, I like to do before I uh, continue. You know how I like to do my laundry and keep everything clean. So the copyright statute of 1976 of the Fair Use Act and the Title 17 uh, Section 107, allowances is made for the fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. 
fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips to balance in the favor of fair use. I always got to get that laundry done. You know how I am about that. But, um, yeah, I just want to say um, that, you know, Congress does have the power to propose the amendment to the people and to the states. The vert on the term limit, uh, term limits, excuse me, is simply that a vote to allow the people through their perspective uh, representative to decide on term limits. It's that simple. But you know what? Here's like I, I want to give you an example of what I, I point out when I know that uh, uh, someone has uh, been in office. Uh, quite some time and uh, we refuse to give up that seat. They'll hold that seat until they die in office. And you can't blame them with all of the uh, kickbacks and different things that they get from lobbyists and 100% uh, uh, medical paid. I don't care what type of medical treatment you need or pre-existing conditions that you have these guys got unlimited medical guys and then the pension plan it says here in 2002 the average congressional uh, pension payment ranged from 41,000 to 55,000 dollars now but yeah listen to this though as of November 2014 senior members of Congress who have been in office for at least 32 years listen at that 32 years they can earn up to uh, $139,000 a year after leaving Congress they can sit there and put in uh, 32 years of uh, a service and come out with that type of pension. And I'm, I know some of y'all might be saying, well, yeah, that's all right, man. He served uh, uh, um, 32 years. Yeah, but for that type of position, ladies and gentlemen, they should, first of all, they shouldn't have that type of power. And second of all, they shouldn't have that type of power that long. That's entirely too long. So that's the whole reason um, that they have this uh, uh, resolution going on. Let's listen to this interview. Thank you, Mr. Chairman and senators for providing me an opportunity to address this important issue. I want you to imagine for a moment that you are an employer and you've got some problems with your employees. When you hire these employees, they promised they would do exactly what you asked of them. But once they got the job, they became a nightmare. They stopped listening to you and started using the job to line their own pockets. They took the company credit card and racked up more debt than you could afford to pay back. They became so obsessed with keeping their jobs that they forgot to do their jobs. And after all that failure, all that disappointment, and all that incompetence, your employees came to you and said, we deserve a raise. If you're a reasonable person, that should make your blood boil. And yet, that is exactly what it feels like to be an American taxpayer. The first three words in our Constitution are we the people. 
It's written larger than anything else because the framers of that document, the architects of our republic, wanted to remind you at all times who's in charge. We, the people. We are your employers, and you have an obligation to listen to us. So I come to you with a message from the American people. We demand term limits for members of Congress. In fact, according to the most recent national polls on the issue, 82% of Americans want term limits. That includes support from 89% of Republicans, 76% of Democrats, and 83% of independent voters. This is not a left or right issue. This is an American issue. In fact, term limits could be the only issue with support from both President Trump and former President Obama. Now, there was a time about 25 years ago when Congress was debating this. Nearly every opponent of term limits up here had the same rebuttal. Experience, experience, experience. We need experience to do this job right. If only you leave your Congress member in office for decades on end, he or she will become such a policy expert that all our problems will be solved. In hindsight, that was one of the worst predictions ever. This system is broken. Congress has given us $22 trillion in debt, the longest war in American history, a broken health care system, a broken immigration system, a tax code written by lobbyists, an explosion of money in politics. Worst of all, too few here have the courage to address these problems because the only focus is on getting reelected. That's why it comes as no surprise that Congress has a 14% approval rating, and 60% of Americans say that they would fire every single member of Congress if they could. Congress is less popular than traffic jams, root canals, and hemorrhoids. You're beating head lice, but the lice have asked for a recount. Unfortunately, elections alone cannot fix this problem. Not because voters like you guys so much, but due to the nearly unbreakable power of incumbency. At the same time, members of Congress publicly claim elections are free and fair, they secretly deploy every trick in the book to keep power. Incumbents get $9 in special interest money for every dollar that goes to a challenger. And if incumbents are having difficulty raising money, not to worry, they're allowed to send campaign-style mailers at taxpayer expense. That's to say nothing of all the free media and name recognition politicians naturally get just for being in office. The incumbent advantage creates a barrier to entry for everyday Americans without the connections to fund a campaign. It is the case for term limits. Elections may, in theory, be capable of dethroning incumbents, but that isn't how it works in the real world. Congressional incumbents have a 98% re-election rate. That probably explains why Congress looks more like a country club than a melting pot. It's predominantly made up of lawyers and politicians, and is disproportionately old, white, rich, and male. Term limits would give us a legislature that better reflects the diversity of our society. The message long-term incumbents send to young people like me seems to be, we want you just close enough to the political process to help us win, but don't get too close and take our jobs. The American people have lost confidence in this Congress, and for good reason. We routinely see abuses of power. 18 months ago, it was revealed that members of Congress were secretly using taxpayer money to settle lawsuits, some for sexual harassment. You still haven't disclosed how our money was spent and on whose behalf. So term limits is a check on arrogance, it's a check on incumbency, and it's a check on power. It's a way to restore political courage while bringing fresh faces and ideas to Washington. As Ben Franklin said, for the rulers to return among the people was not to degrade them, but to promote them. As Kanye West said, no one man should have all that power. Here's the dilemma we face. Over 80% of Americans want term limits to happen. Donald Trump and Barack Obama want it. It is being blocked purely by the self-interest of Congress. If this were a trial, 
you all would have to recuse yourselves because there is a colossal conflict of interest. If term limits pass, you won't stay in the limelight forever. You won't be the center of attention. And some people might even stop laughing at your jokes. You'll have to become ordinary citizens. And that is, my friends, the entire point. We're asking you to do what's right and listen to the people you represent. It's time to bring the gravy train into the station, end the reign of career politicians, and give Congress back to the people. Please support Senate Joint Resolution 1 for term limits. Thank you. Thank you. Now, see, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I wanted you to see and hear, how your tax dollars are at work. They're at work, but they're not working for you. And like I say, we're the boss. We're going to have to stay on these guys and make them do the right thing. We're having this issue all over the board, especially if you're black. We have these same issues with uh, uh, police officers who are our employees. They work for us, but yet they're they're killing and, and destroying at every turn, and you're paying them for it with your tax dollars. This is what I want you to understand, and this is the reason why I uh, touched off uh, on this subject. So. If you guys wasn't aware, well, you are aware now. It's time to put it in uh, to the BS. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. I want each and every one of you to have a safe and a blessed day. Mm-hmm.